Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. And even though you're watching us here on ESPN News, if you are, and you see the sun coming up in lower Manhattan, the sun has yet to really come up in Seattle. But by the time the sun set last night, (laughs) Dallas Cowboys found out the hard way what the rest of the league already knows. If you got a quarterback with, I don't know, a single digit on his jersey running around, (laughs) he looks pretty good. (laughs) I'm just telling you, man, it looks different with them single digits. Not saying that, you know, see, because if you think about it, if you put Russell Wilson in a, 14 instead of a three that's not gonna look right yeah it just doesn't look right we call those hot dog numbers one two three five you know four those numbers are like the seven Vic Vic those numbers make you from a defensive standpoint you like this dude he gonna be able to run around on us a guy in a 17 you're not really you're not paying attention to that he's like he's a pocket quarterback this is what he's gonna do Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. All of our guests will join us on the Shell Pennzoil performance line. That includes Dan Orlovsky, who spent a dozen years in the NFL as a quarterback. What did his eyes see from Wentz, Trubisky, Foles, Kyler Murray, Nick Mullins, of all people in San Francisco? What happened? Might be better than Garoppolo. <laughs> started out, started out. What happened to Sam Darnold, Danny Dimes, and what about the two quarterbacks tonight on the biggest stage in football, Monday night on ESPN, Lamar and Patrick Mahomes, the Chiefs and the Ravens. will get his perspective at 7.15. Ryan Clark will join us at 7.45. And some NBA talk final set with Brian Windhorst coming up at 8.10 a.m. Eastern. Your Lakers are ready to go. Yes, I have a lot of papers. No, I'm looking at the sodas <laughs> and the, geez, you got all type of bottles on your table. I need an endorsement opportunity. <laughs> Lots of different products. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Product placement here. Everybody's listening on the radio. Everybody's listening on the radio. Here's the big question about Russell Wilson, and we'll have Jade, by the way, join us at 9 a.m. Eastern to get his thoughts on the final. So Windhorst weighing in on LeBron. I mean, nobody knows him better. And then Jay on what to look for as we get going with the finals. Game one, Wednesday on ABC. Can you make a case for anyone other than Russell Wilson for the MVP? There have been some spectacular performances this year. Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers was great again last night. Can you make a case, legitimate case, for anybody other than Dangerous? Um, or yeah, is you, can, you can make a legitimate case for Aaron Rodgers, right? But the problem is because you start off with Russell Wilson so far ahead of everybody else, and he's steady. He's showing this is his trophy to lose. It's hard for people to make up that ground. Like, he's got he's to have a clunker, and then they got to continue to keep – Aaron Rodgers has got to continue to just keep being Aaron Rodgers to surpass it because he certainly has the momentum in his favor right now, Z. Like, it, it's in his favor. Four, 14 touchdowns in the first three games, I mean, that's history. So if he continues to keep setting those type of benchmarks and, and eclipsing them, then you – I mean, it's it's his. Prior to this conversation about MVP, last year we started, oh, Russell, MVP, MVP. But he wasn't doing what he's doing now, but he still was hovering around that conversation. But Lamar had basically just put the foot down on the pedal and mashed all the way to a point where you were not going to catch up to him no matter what you did because he had taken taken the NFL in our eyes by storm. Like Lamar came and he was just doing unprecedented things in terms of running the ball. The moment that you said all he could do is run, then he goes out on Monday Night Football and he torches the Rams with his arm. And it's like, wow, okay, man, it's over now. And so this is where you're at with Russell. But you could make the case for an Aaron Rodgers. You could. 
Like, you could. And maybe you can make the case for Patrick Mahomes. Josh Allen, I know Dan Orlovsky said MVP, whatever. No. Pro Bowl, you know, you can make the case for a Pro Bowl for him, but not MVP. Dan will join us here in just about 10 minutes from now to see if he still feels as strongly about Josh Allen, who was on the winning end of an incredible rally after nearly blowing a gigantic lead. We'll get to Dan's thoughts at 7.15 a.m. Eastern. And by the way, Seattle next week, the opportunity here uh, to go 4-0, look tremendous. They will be at Miami in the early window, <laughs> that cross-country flight from Seattle to Miami. Yeah, I don't think Fitzmagic is going to be able to do anything against uh, Jamal Adams in that defense. Here's, what's, here's what I think about Russell Wilson. You tell me if this separates, and this is something you had mentioned to me before. You could look at all the accolades, the touchdown passes, everything he's done. But you look at it and say, even with Lamar, when they decided to go from Flacco to Lamar, they essentially said, we know what you can do, and we need you to do it. Yeah, we want you to run. Eventually, we know you're a great thrower. We drafted you at the bottom of the first round. But the offense is going to be built around you. This team eventually, sooner rather than later, is going to be built around you. Patrick Mahomes, I think the first, I mean, there were so many legendary stories about watching him in practice. Even that one year where Alex Smith started the 15 of the 16 games and Mahomes started the last game of the regular season uh, in Denver, people are just like, just wait till you see this guy. Russell Wilson, though, seems like there was more of an evolution, right? They first won with the Legion of Boom, with Richard Sherman and all of those guys. And they nearly won back-to-back Super Bowls, won one against Denver, nearly won another one against New England, um, 2013-14, on the backs of their defense. Russell was there, sort of like Ben Roethlisberger at the beginning. Didn't really carry them. The defense was great. The buster on Bettis was great. Do you feel like now, though, it's flipped and it's running all through Russ, where initially it really didn't. Well, you could, I could say that about a lot of quarterbacks, right? But I want you to also, as I say these names, I want you to, to think about the history of their head coaches. Okay. Tom Brady, the history of his head coach is a defensive coordinator, defensive right. mind. Those first two Super Bowls, Tom did well in the playoffs, right? He did okay. But it was led by the Willie McGinnises and the Teddy, Teddy Brewskis and the Ty Laws. Those were the guys, the Ted Johnsons, those were the guys on the defense. And then eventually it shifted over time to Tom Brady. You mentioned Ben Roethlisberger, you, uh, Bill Cowher. You think about those sort of Mike Tomlin. You think about when it shifted. Yep. Or, or you go into uh, um, Andy Reid. Andy Reid's success has always been tied to a quarterback. So he wasn't coming into a situation that wasn't offensive heavy and driven. Mm-hmm. He was coming into a situation with Andy Reid where the quarterback was going to be the guy. Well, you look at Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll. Pete's success has always been on the defensive side of the ball when it goes way back to San Francisco 49er days when he was a defensive coordinator. The mindset. So he built his team about the Legion of Boom, about the defense. All I need is to run the football. That's why I go out and I get a Marshawn Lynch from Buffalo because I think that we can run the ball. We can have a serviceable guy that will grow over time. Now I need to score a lot more points because my defense is not as good. So we shift to Russell Wilson, and now we allow him to get DJ, uh, uh, DK Metcalfs and Lockett's the ball. We, we, we start to look at that. We go out and get a receiving tight end and a Greg Olson to, to make this quarterback-friendly offense Work for a guy like Russell Wilson, who again three touchdowns, three games, fourteen touchdowns. So when you look at those sort of things, he surpassed Patrick Mahomes, who did it with thirteen touchdowns. Now you're getting into a more of an offensive-driven situation in Seattle because they know that they got to score points because the defense is not as strong 
as it was in the past. And that is what you look for when you look at these coaches and how they build these teams. Briefly, just as a fan, even though the winning touchdown yesterday, is there a better deep ball thrower in football? I mean, I'm not watching tape like you are. When it comes off his hand, and that ball to win the game yesterday, that deep pass in the end zone to win, it was just unbelievable. I don't know anybody that throws it like that. Well, you, I mean, that's something that they practice, right? I mean, his hands, he has some huge hands too, but that's something that they practice. They practice throwing the deep ball. And the moment that that guy settles his feet, you know, you even, you leave him. And, and that's, so if I'm even with you, he's going to throw it and it's over with. It's a wrap. Nothing you could do about it. Mm. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. J. Will will join us at 9 a.m. As a Eastern guest. As a guest. We're on live at the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17. Still to come, Dan Orlovsky thought that Josh Allen of the Bills was his MVP after week two. Yes, they won in week three, but Wilson balled out again. So how does he feel now? Plus, Key's key observations from Sunday, including the possibility of an offer for the Jets and Giants combined. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Key is fired up. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin here on ESPN Radio, ESPN app. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio as well. A lot of you sitting home, working from home, remotely, Zoom. Thanks for making us part of your morning. Jay Will was on the NBA coverage last night, but he'll be with us at 9 a.m. Eastern. As a guest. As a guest on his own show. <laughs> welcome him in as a guest on his own show. It's a pleasure to welcome in as a guest. Joining us on the Shell Pennzoil performance line is Dan Orlovsky. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. If you're wondering where the NBA talk is, hang tight. 810, Brian Windhorst is here. The finals are set. Dan Orlovsky joins us in studio, giving us the Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. Right before you came in, we were talking about how it would be possible, but not probable, to have anybody above Russell Wilson in the MVP discussion. Key made a very compelling case for Aaron Rodgers. You want to make a compelling case for someone else. Well, I said it last week that I would put Josh Allen at the top of the list. Um, You're not going to get a huge argument out of me for Russell Wilson, but... When I look at Josh Allen and I go, okay, who's doing as much or more for their football team than anybody? It's Josh Allen. And then go to yesterday's game. They take the huge lead, all right, and then the bogus PI happens or the bogus interception happens. 
But then that, and Key, you know this, like that fourth quarter drive comes and they get third and 22 and they convert it because of him. And then they get third and 25 and they convert it because of him. And if that was Aaron or if that was Russell or Tom or Drew, we would be making a much bigger deal about that drive and those two conversions. And they win the game because of Josh Allen. And this has kind of become a story of his career. But this year right now, you can make the case that this is as complete a football team as there is in the NFL. They're as well coached a football team, maybe outside of New England, as there is in the NFL. And now they've got a quarterback that teams are looking at and going, dude, if they get into the fourth quarter, this kid's good enough to go win the game for them because it's happening so so consistently. So um, he's become a dual threat. Uh, and I'd put him at the MVP at the top of the list for MVP. Yeah, he's not. He's not at the top of the list of the MVP. There's it, right now. There's two names right now today. There's Aaron Rodgers and there's Russell Wilson. That's so far in front of even Aaron Rodgers because of the momentum that Russell comes into the season with. As far as people talking about, he should be the MVP before the season even started. He was at the top of the list. And by being at the top of the list and holding his own, right. I mean, he's 14 touchdowns in three games. Obviously, that breaks Patrick Mahomes' record. It, Patrick Mahomes did it with 13. So when you look at what he's doing from an offensive standpoint, it's kind of unique. He doesn't really have any major – I mean, Lockett's a good receiver. Uh, DK Metcalf is a young, good receiver, deep ball guy. Greg Olson is long in the tooth at the tight end spot. So he's not, like, playing – with Stefan Diggs, for instance. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't That's have fair. a Stefan Diggs on his team. He doesn't have a Devontae Adams when healthy on his team. So you look at it and you go, it shifted from a defensive-oriented team yep. over the last year and a half or so to a kind of pass-happy Russell Wilson, we're going to lean on you, right. transformation. With that being said, he's off to a pretty good start. And, and it's hard to take that momentum away from nothing – Josh Allen is playing fine. There's nothing wrong with that, but I don't think as far as MVP goes. You don't even think it's close? No, it's not. Come on. No, it's not. Their defense is a whole lot better than Seattle's defense. Correct. A whole lot better. Right. And so when you look at that, he is doing some good stuff, but it's not not close. It's just not. I mean, he's got 13. How many touchdowns has he got? He was struggling at times against the Rams yesterday, too. When? When When I tweeted... Well, I don't know what the heck I tweeted. I tweeted, <laughs> tweeted, hey, maybe you were right. And then I had to go back in that third, late in that third quarter. I'm like, no, the third quarter, they had that bogus interception where they, the, the guy for Buffalo comes down with the football and then all of a sudden they give the, uh, the Rams the interception. Other than that, the Rams would just own the football in the third quarter. Josh wasn't necessarily struggling, but then he gets the ball in the fourth quarter and he did that against Aaron Donald, like the best pass rusher in the NFL. Yes, Russell was amazing yesterday, but Dallas's defense stinks. And so a lot of that has to do with Russell playing against a really bad defense. The Rams defense is really good. It's the best second half defense in the NFL. And he goes and wins that game with Aaron Donald bearing down on him. And so Again, if you want to put Russell at the, first, the the one position, I'm not going to sit here and make this a massive argument, but you, there's no way you can tell me that this is not a close MVP race through three, three weeks between Russell Wilson, Josh Allen. If you want to put Aaron in, I'm great. But it is close, absolutely. Well, it's only three games, so. Sure, but, but that's all we got to we, go off of. But this is what we do, right? Three games in. Who's the MVP? All of a sudden, you look up and Lamar tonight goes nuts on sure. Kansas City. Same with Patrick. Yeah, same with Patrick. 
So those are opportunities for 3-0 and teams, whether it's Baltimore to get there tonight, Kansas City to get there tonight, Seattle's there, Green Bay's there, Buffalo is there, so all the quarterbacks. Chicago's just, there. Chicago's there, <laughs> amazingly, and that's where I want to go with you next. The Packers and the Bears are sitting there atop the NFC North at 3-0, and but uh, as Key kind of tongue-in-cheek said, they may be uh, two different 3-0 and ball clubs. Take me inside the situation here. Matt Nagy has said, I haven't named a starter. Common sense would lead you to believe. Obviously, yeah. it's going to be Nick Foles when they host the Colts. On Sunday, what does this all mean for Trubisky, and what does this mean for Foles? Well, Nick Foles is their starter. They've wanted Nick Foles to be the starter. This was just the opportunity that presented itself. They were 2-0 not because of Mitchell Trubisky, but because of their defense and the kind of the schedule that they played. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky will never play for the Bears again unless of, because of injury to Nick Foles. There's no way that you can go back to Mitchell Trubisky. First of all, you're going to lose your football team. Second of all, Mitchell Trubisky's mental capacity or his confidence is done. Remember, last year... They benched him last year. Right, last year it happened, and they had to turn off the televisions. And so now... And I said this during the offseason. This would happen yesterday. He could not have an off day. Not a bad game. You couldn't have an off day because... You knew Visor to Nick Foles was there, and he was coming, and he was, they were confident in being able to turn to him. And so this is Nick Foles' job. They're not a playoff team. Nick Foles will make them better, but they're a, they're a fool's gold at 3-0. But Mitchell Trubisky, barring injury, won't play for the Bears again. Well, I don't know if they're not a, it's three games in. As long as you keep stacking up one win after win after win, you never know. I mean, Nick Foles historically has been a backup. When he's been a starter – not so well, right? right? The teams haven't done well. So coming in from in a backup role, taking over as a starter for whatever it is, his I don't know what it is that he gives, his energy or whatever, seems to get people behind them to follow his lead, and they tend to play better on the offensive side of the ball, opposed to when he's been the starter from day one and opening day, a little bit different. Talking about opening day and starter, Kevin Stefanski, obviously in Cleveland, Baker Mayfield, mm-hmm. they've gone to more – Play action pass game with Baker, and now they're two and one. What has that been like? Better yet, what have you seen in terms of what they're doing with Baker now from week one? Well, the biggest difference between their offense, really from last year and then week one, is they're running it through the strength of the football team, which is the offensive line and the run game. They got the best duo of tailbacks in the NFL with Chubb and Kareem Hunt. And so when you're running it through your run game, here's the thing. They run this zone run game. Key, you know it, where it's like it's one of those things where you just continue to pound away at at a rock. Eventually it's going to break. They will just continue to commit to running the football. And a one-yard run and a one-yard run and a one-yard run, they become six-yard runs and then 25-yard runs. And so Baker is being asked to um, be in less um, situations where he's got to be the person to carry that play that football team, the offense, and he's been put in more situations to go, I just need you to execute this play, to run this play, and to operate our offense. There's a big difference between you know, playing quarterback and operating a system. And a lot of times, when you're right now, Baker is operating a system. This is a system that's very favorable for quarterbacks. Everybody who plays in this system at that position plays well. Once Baker really starts to take hold of this and control of this, he's going to quarterback this system. He's going to, you know, instead of just running the offense, he's going to master it. And so it's a much better understanding of personnel by their coaches. Um, They were really good yesterday on first down runs, and it helps Baker just to be efficient with the football. 
Speaking of quarterbacks and efficient, Joe Burrow, Cincinnati, took your Philadelphia Eagles God and Carson bless, Wentz man. down to the woodshed and a uh, tie, basically. How, have, how, how impressed have you been with Joe Burrow? Yeah. How have, impressed have you been with him? Cincinnati's got their guy, right? I, I know their record may not be what you want. and You, you have your guy. Joe Burrow, you know, in college, it was this guy that never got flustered. He never panicked with the football, and he had this – kind of this moxie, this confidence. And you always go, is it really going to carry over to the NFL? Especially when I'm going to go play for a bad team and I'm going to get my head beat in because that's what's happening in Cincinnati. And it's carrying over into the NFL. And it's, it's, uh, he's breathing, okay, can we, we can go win this football game into his, football, into his team, but he's really good as well. It's not just the bravado. Is he, he can go play. Uh, yesterday was a disaster for Philly. My wife, I'm wearing green. My wife wanted me to wait to wear this green suit till the Eagles won, and then she I realized. Wasn't even gonna, I wasn't even going to say anything. She realized there might that. be some time till that happens. I I, I, I can't was gonna believe. Leave, I was going to leave it alone. I wasn't even going to talk about Carson Wentz. I cannot and, believe they punted. <laughs> I cannot believe they punted. I, 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 Doug Peterson was this courageous, confident play caller and coach, and now it's I'm going to go punt and take the tie. If you can't beat the, the team that had the first pick, I didn't, under, I, I didn't understand that either. But it was it would have been like a either a hail mary or would have been a fourth 50. and twelve. There's 19 yeah, seconds on that's the clock. True, yeah, yeah, you can. Here's the thing, Key. If you can't beat the team who had the number one draft pick, starting a rookie quarterback, you don't deserve the tie either. Like you know, in the NFL, it's either win or nothing. Yeah, I, I, it's I win or nothing. When he did that, I was like, I cannot. I was trying believe to think. It. I was saying, do I, do I go for it on fourth and twelve? Do I try just a crazy field goal? And say, okay, because if 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 it doesn't, if I don't convert on fourth and twelve, right, they now get they that need l- ten yards for a field goal and we lose. Yeah, so do I? Do I? Do I'd rather that? lose. Yeah, I would probably. I'd rather, rather lose. I probably would rather lose. I'd rather too. lose. And I just in that what, city. What's and, wrong? But what's wrong with Carson, man? Like every well, I mean, week, uh, every week we have this some, conversation. That's the question, right? Like, what's wrong with him? I think the best way I can phrase it right now is nonchalance. Like, he's so nonchalant with everything right now. He's nonchalant with the football. He's nonchalant with his feet. He's nonchalant with his body language. If you watch, like, just go watch Rodgers right now and Russell right now, Patrick and Lamar. Like, there's a, there's a, a conviction with everything that they're doing. And there's this nonchalance with Carson Wentz. There's four or five throws yesterday that people at home aren't watching probably don't think are a big deal, but they're on, like, two of them are screens where the ball's thrown on the back shoulder, not the front shoulder. Two of them are bubbles where the ball's on the back hip, not the front hip. It's just a nonchalance where his feet, they don't matter, and uh, they, but they actually do, and he thinks they don't matter, and so, dude, it's, it's, it's hurting him such, so much in his performance. It's hurting his football team so much, so, dude, it's... They're, first, they're getting nothing out of their first and second round draft picks. Nothing. Well, Jalen Rager's not, hurt. Yeah, he's hurt. Jalen Hurts comes in for two or three plays a game. That's, that's so bad. That's so bad. They're a broken football team right now with a broken quarterback. And I could argue a broken coach. Wow. Much more NFL talk coming up at 745 with Key and Dan's colleague, Super Bowl champion Ryan Clark. We'll see you on Get Up at 8 a.m. Eastern, I Let's go. Let's go. This morning on ESPN with Greeny and company. Dan, thanks for being here. Yeah, bud. Thank you, Dan. Now, we asked you on our Twitter feed, K, J, and Z, if Russell Wilson is the clear MVP. Dan's got Josh Allen. Of course, Key's got Russell Wilson. And maybe Aaron Rodgers a close second. D underscore Ramito 
Just hit us up on the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed. You can do the same once again at KeyJNZ. Josh Allen and Dak, according to D underscore Amito. Josh Allen and Dak got to be in the conversation too. Without Dak, Dallas is likely to be 0-3. He's put up monster numbers. Man, without so without Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, without Atlanta. <laughs> That's D. Romito's opinion. D underscore Romito has every right to throw his opinion out. So do you. Hit us up. No, Dak is balling. There's no question about it. I don't even want to bring that up. You to feel Dan. terrible for Dak. Yeah, yeah he's, he's terrible. He, he's I've been in that it. seat as a backup quarterback when the starter goes, I got to play perfect to win. And that's what Dak has to do right now. He has to play absolutely perfect to win. Their defense is so bad. Great stuff. Want to hear from you on the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed. Once again, KeyJNZ, at KeyJNZ. And we are presented by Progressive Insurance. Make it easy, making it easy to bundle your home and car insurance. Key observations. Key's top six NFL thoughts on the way. But first, SportsCenter. And with eight seconds and counting to go, the Miami Heat are going to be Eastern Conference champions for the first time since 2014. The buzzer sounds. The Heat, the five seed in the East, going to the NBA Finals, knocking out Boston in six games. The Heat and the Lakers will open up the NBA Finals Wednesday night from Disney. It'll be 9 Eastern on ABC, and you'll hear Mark Kestish's voice on ESPN Radio as well. Mark Good point there. The Heat are more of a Cinderella squad. It's hard to say that because of how well Jimmy Butler has played and how efficient they've looked. But you got to really remember when the playoffs started, they were the five seed. Bam Adebayo had a great game, 32-14-5. and five. He also had the maybe the defensive play of the playoffs, that incredible block on Jason Tatum. He did it all. Again, game one of the 2020 NBA Finals to crown the NBA's 74th champion. Wednesday night, exclusively on ESPN Radio. In the NFL, Sunday night, if you're up this early, you might have missed Green Bay polishing off New Orleans, 37-30. It wasn't nearly as close as it seemed. really felt like from the mid-third quarter on, if you were watching it, this game was really in control of the Packers. It was 27-27 there for a while, but it just sort of felt like Aaron Rodgers was just on fire. Valdez Scantling was great. Alan Lazard was great. Aaron Jones was great. Green Bay is going to play a Monday night football a week from tonight. They'll take on the Atlanta Falcons, who, as you know, are not so great. Major League Baseball, 16-team playoff field, largest ever. What do you need to know? Well, it starts tomorrow. The Rays are the top seed in the AL. Keys, Dodgers, the top seed in the NL. If you're wondering who to uh, root for, how about the Padres, who haven't made the playoffs since 2006? If you're wondering who to root against, Lo and behold, the Houston Astros have made the 2020 playoffs. The AL playoffs, Tuesday, Wednesday, if needed, Thursday. NL, Wednesday, Thursday, if needed, Friday. It's all best of three and all at the home ballpark of the higher-seeded team. Seven of the eight opening round series are on ESPN television. we got a dozen games, four Tuesday, four Wednesday, four Thursday here on ESPN Radio. And SportsCenter is brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. You need the best coverage and not just football, but your wireless network too. Straight Talk Wireless gives you the same networks as big carriers for up to half the cost. 45 bucks a month for 25 gigs of high-speed data, then 2G. Savings may vary. See terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. Key observations brought to you by Geico. Geico is now offering an extra 15% credit on car, motorcycle, and RV policies. Visit geico.com for more. Once again, Ryan Clark on the way in 12 minutes. He's a Super Bowl champion, and we'll get his thoughts on exactly what he believes are the big stories coming out of Sunday in the NFL. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin. J. Will will join us at 9 Eastern. You saw him last night on the NBA. He'll join for his thoughts. Early look ahead for the Lakers in the Heat. 9 a.m. Eastern. Let's roll with Key's observations, starting with 
something that became clearly apparent on Sunday Night Football. Packers at Saints. <laughs> it was very apparent, right? You, you, you look at Aaron Rodgers, and we talked about it a minute ago with Dan, about the type of season he's playing. He's playing at an MVP level. And I think when you look at not having Devontae Adams in the lineup, but finding a guy like Adam Lazard and understanding the trust, the fact that he becomes your number one target in the passing game mm-hmm. until you get that guy Adams back on the field. He's been just cooking. I mean, you, you go back and you think about the offseason when they drafted Jordan Love. It was so much conversation about the Packers. Oh, he's got a year or two left. They're going to go in another direction. This is the reason they drafted a quarterback. Situation is different when they drafted Rodgers to replace Brett Favre. Brett Favre foot was one foot in, one foot out every year. Oh, I don't know if I want to retire. I don't know what I want to do. So they moved on from him. Aaron Rodgers is not giving us that. That's not what he's saying. Only thing Aaron Rodgers wanted to do was get better on offense with more playmakers. Not that he never said that he didn't have any on the team already. He just was looking for them to maybe draft one to help bolster what they already had. He's he's right now behind Russell Wilson MVP status for me. Lazard undrafted out of Iowa State. Devontae Adams is a hamstring injury. Also apparent in the same division. Who's not the answer in Chicago? Bears at Falcons. Mr. Trubisky's not the answer. I mean, it, look, he, here's a guy, when you look at him, he's certainly a missing targets. You know, he had that great fourth-quarter comeback game against the Detroit Lions, so you figured, okay, maybe he's turned the corner. That didn't happen at all. He somewhat regressed down by 16. They decided to go with Nick Foles. Nick Foles engineers a drive, three touchdowns. He threw one interception, but he won the football game. Mr. Trubisky looks like he's just a lost guy out there playing, and having somebody – hovering over your shoulders at the quarterback spot is very tough, especially when you know at any moment you can be yanked. He was benched last year, but given the starting spot again back to him, this year I'd be shocked if they go back to him at all. And I love Key's observations, but I would be shocked if this happens to the Giants and the Jets. Jets at Colts. I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, it's just painful to watch the New York Jets play. I mean, you, you think about it, they got a chance to maybe go 0-16. Both, you're saying. But, but I was going to get to the okay, Giants sorry. on the other side. <laughs> okay. The other side may go 0-16, too. When you wow. look at those teams, wow. I was like, just watching both of them yesterday, the 49ers, they don't even have a, a 53 people they can put out on the field healthy. <laughs> and you get that done to you? I mean, it's just like in their front line, guys are not even healthy. Like the the the, the, the top dudes – that they had on the Super Bowl team last year are not even healthy. And they got that done to them in their own stadium with no fans. The Jets, I I don't I can't even Adam Gase should ask to be fired. He should just resign. Seriously. Whew. Jets on a short week. They will host Denver on Thursday. And that could be perhaps 0-4. And, and the Giants are going to be at the Los Angeles Chargers on Sunday. So they'll have to go cross country to try to get their first win in the Joe Judge. Era. None of those guys is on the hot seat. Judges, and it's his first year. Gase, of course, seat is scalding hot. So might this guy. Texans at Steelers. You know, Bill O'Brien certainly made some questionable decisions from a personnel standpoint with the general manager hat on by getting rid of uh, DeAndre Hopkins, which was a favorite target for Deshaun Watson. Although Fuller and Randall Cobb both had four catches yesterday and both scored touchdowns, it's just not 
it's not working out the way that they envisioned it to from an offensive standpoint to, so that Deshaun could continue to grow as a quarterback. He should, he should certainly have a big-time playmaker that he should be able to throw to. DeAndre Hopkins had 10 grabs yesterday, man, 10 for a buck 40. Mm. So when you look at that, I'm sure Deshaun is watching the stat line and going, they know what to do with him, even though Arizona wind up losing to Detroit. They know what to do with him. You got me out here with a bunch of guys that I'm still trying to learn. We're sitting at 0-3 now. Meanwhile, Indianapolis is winning football games. Tennessee's winning football games, even though Tennessee is Tennessee, and they play the Minnesota Vikings, and they wind up stealing that one in the end. But they're winning games. Now we're sitting behind Jacksonville. We're, we're in the fourth spot. Like, they didn't envision that when they made these trades. It's, so Bill O'Brien, I would think, seat is pretty – pretty hot I would think because if I was the owner I would have to take a look at that there's no doubt about it he has won four divisions in five years but every time I bring that up he says that's the most empty stat in the National Football League because people just don't have the support engendered they will host the Minnesota Vikings so somebody has to get off the schneid Minnesota at Houston in the early window next Sunday still to come our Ryan Clark the Texans as he just mentioned lost again and the reason seems to be obvious. But does that mean they need to bring in, let's say it all together, Antonio Brown? We'll ask Ryan Clark just that. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Subin, the podcast. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle tonight la quinta tomorrow you shine book direct at lq.com honestly i think i'm doing everyone a favor in this world of unpredictability i'm mr predictable (laughs) at least you can count on one thing which is me rolling in with the sweater key there's nothing wrong with the (laughs) weather's changing it was august though that was the problem you rolling in with sweaters in August, so. That, but we're in studio, so it's a little cool. I'm okay with that. Zub, don't let them change you, man. You wear your sweaters, bro. <laughs> no, we're not changing it. No, he's been sweater. How many days have we been? How many weeks? About five or so. So do the math. It's a sweater every day. Every day, though? Every, every day. Every day. Every day. Not, nothing do you, every day. Do you day. have them on a smooth rotation? It's like, look, okay, t- Monday's my gray day. Yeah, sometimes and, the V-neck. Sometimes they'll go with something else. But yeah, see, I haven't you know seen what? a repeat game. Now, that's huge. <laughs> If you ain't repeating 25 days, you you that guy. <laughs> Depth at the sweater position. What did I tell you? We weren't lying about that. That voice you just heard is ESPN NFL analyst Ryan Clark. He joins us in studio, giving us the straight talk. Brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. It's going to be a long day for Ryan. He'll be with us this morning. He'll be on Get Up later this morning. And then he's on his way to appear tonight on SportsCenter with Scott Van Pelt after Monday night football. So that's a pretty long day. Those are like not two days. Those are three days for Ryan Clark. He's getting. Hey, we're gonna get it done, though. We're gonna get it done. 
are the Texans eventually going to get it done at this point? Do they have to look at the Antonio Brown possibility? Absolutely. I said, I said it last week. That's what they were supposed to do. It, it should be done. When you look at this team, and I think I heard you guys talking about it, you know, to today a little bit earlier, they, they, they don't have that guy at the wide receiver positions. And now when you start to look around the league at the teams that are playing extremely well or the quarterbacks that are ascending that are young quarterbacks, they have the guy. I mean, Kyler Murray, you know, we were joking a little bit about him, you know, during the, during the commercial, but he has someone to throw the ball to. He has DeAndre Hopkins when he needs a catch, when there's a one-on-one matchup, he knows he can go to that guy and that player can win. Antonio Brown for six years was the, was the best we'd ever seen numerically, statistically. And if you can get him in game nine and at least salvage this season for your young quarterback, not necessarily the team or the offense, I think you have to make that call. Well, the the problem with you mentioned there, uh, week nine, week 10, whatever Mm -hmm. it is, um, that is going to be a problem because I'm 0-3 right now. Yeah. yeah. I got to win right now. I can't wait for Antonio Brown to come in in a helicopter to save the day. Just not – you know, and so the biggest mistake Bill Ryan made was getting rid of DeAndre Hopkins. Much like you said, uh, Ryan, every you know we have this conversation all the time, and I I could go quick around the league. Yep, every top quarterback got a dude, mm-hmm. a dude, not a bunch of little dudes, but a dude, to the point where Dan Orlowski's MVP and Josh Allen, Brandon Beam, the general manager of Buffalo Bills went out and got Stephon Diggs because he knew the importance to the development of the young quarterback, where Bill O'Brien decided against paying DeAndre Hopkins and gave him to Kyler Murray, who a young quarterback is needs that guy in that security blanket. It just, I don't know what went through Bill O'Brien's mind. I mean, obviously they had some words uh, in private conversations and, and, and DeAndre Hopkins came out of it without a contract, and he was on the move to Arizona. But Bill O'Brien is coming out of it at 0-3 and hurting the development of Deshaun. Yep. He's just hurting the development of it. It's ridiculous, but coaches do some dumb things sometimes, man. we got to talk about your alma mater real quick. This is mm-hmm. the first time we're talking college football here on the show, and we're joined by Ryan Clark, who's obviously a tremendous player at LSU, Super Bowl champion with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, I don't know what the odds would have been on someone throwing for 623 yards Man. on the uh, defending <laughs> national champions on Saturday. That's exactly what Mississippi State did. Mike Leach, welcome to the SEC. What were your thoughts? Your league finally back in action last weekend. Well, I mean, I think you're excited to, to see the league back in action because, shoot, everybody else was. I mean, that, that that's the other thing. It wasn't like they were the only school or the only conference that was going to start playing ball on Saturday. It had been going on, so that was good. But when you look at having a guy like Derek Stingley uh, fall ill on Friday night, he's the best cornerback in football. I think he was the best cornerback in college football last year. And so now you're starting with a, a transfer, right? You have a transfer corner starting. You have a true freshman starting on the other side, and you just bump everybody down. Not to mention you lose uh, two second-rounders, in the secondary, and Grant Dale Pitt and Christian Fulton, uh, you also you also lose a first round running back. I mean, linebacker and Patrick Queen, and so defensively, you knew you're going to have to fill some holes. But six twenty three, they lost a defensive coordinator too. Yeah, but, yeah, but but yeah. but six twenty three. Yeah, but and, that's going to happen though. With that that offense, they're going to do that to that. That's that 
that's that air, air raid. They, it is. Can, they can, do that in Washington State, man. They was putting up video game numbers. Right. I know that. I know that. But the thing is, though, it's not supposed to happen to LSU. And I'm just, I'm just being straight up with it, you. It happens for for whatever reason. It happens. For, I don't know what it is with Mike Leach and that offense. For whatever, it happens no matter who they play. But key. Are they is 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 Costello right? Who had hey, four, who had forty nine touchdowns in his career at Stanford? Going to average six hundred and twenty three yards a game? Do you think that? I think he gonna average four hundred and something. Right, that ain't six hundred. Well, uh, that's my but that's but that's my that's my point though. Yeah, like four hundred. Like we've seen that before. Like I, I, you you don't come in. You're the defending national champs, right? But they lost seventeen you, players off of last year's team, right? I I know that, but yeah. but we what. So, 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 so what I said, what, what I said in the offseason was what makes Nick Saban, Nick Saban is losing first rounders year after year. We always see him at the draft and then coming back the next year and having a top two team. That's that's building your program. That's having your program be a certain thing, not actually finding out that Joe Burrow really was that dude. Or Justin Jefferson, who goes for 175 yesterday, is saying, OK, we're going to replace him. And because of our system, because of our coaches, we can be good again. And so I think it's going to take – But gonna, they lost Chase too, huh? Yeah. Yeah, so I'm not – I mean, he an LSU dude. I support Coach O, and I'm not, like, panicking, like they're going to lose, like, five games this year or nothing like that. But I also know that Mike Leach system, man, them dudes, not different than, like, Oklahoma Air mm-hmm. Raid or Texas Tech, for whatever it is – they put video game. They'll they'll throw the ball on the one yard line four yeah. straight times. Well, I've think, seen them do it. The thing is this though, I'm not out on LSU, right? I'm not out on O. But what I'm saying is, this is how you build a program yeah. that doesn't have to reload or doesn't have to rebuild, right? You just reload and retool, and I think that's going to be the adjustment you have to make in playing Vanderbilt in Missouri before Florida comes to town, who went for 600 on Ole Miss. Yeah, and Trask was looking amazing. Kyle Trask for Florida this weekend as well. Just to emphasize Key's point, Jamar Chase opting out. Single season, statistically the best in LSU history. Their defensive coordinator, Dave Aranda, is coaching Baylor. Their passing game coordinator, Joe Brady, is with the Carolina Panthers. Of course, Joe Burrow, the record-setting quarterback, is with the Bengals, and they had 14 guys drafted. But Mike Leach, odd cultural fit for sure. Welcome to the SEC. Still to come, more confident to win a Super Bowl next without each other. Will it be Brady or Belichick? We'll discuss now. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.